Welcome to the Concast, Comic Con Africa's official podcast. All right, so welcome to the first prequel episode of our fantastic new podcast, the Concast. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> All right, I'm joined by the delightful Claire. Hello, Claire. Hi there. Hello, and the awesome George. Hi, George. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So the the point of the prequels is that we are just getting to, well, we know each other because it would be really awkward if we didn't. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> we all Sorry, just, who are you? I, I don't know. Who are you? <laughs> um, and we all yet? just walked in and we said, okay, let's, let's learn about each other. But this is really for everybody listening to get a chance to get to know the team. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And this is our first one. Woohoo, George! We are on the first one. We are the stars. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm pretty excited about that. There's also a prequel to the prequels. We will not mention. (laughs) Um, um, First public one. First public prequel. Um, So before before we get started, uh, how much experience do you guys have with these kinds of things is this like a, a whole new world or or, or is this just like <laughs> another day at the again. office oh no, no <laughs> that please, was a one-time thing <laughs> please please do okay wait let's 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 try together as like a th- three you, three you're wet. on your own there <laughs> you're on your own there george it's a podcast not karaoke <laughs> <laughs> um so seriously how, how have you got you guys have have you done the radio thing before have you been in for interviews have you done podcast clear you have a fantastic microphone at home that I want to know more about. Um, but in terms of using your voice, tell us more. So I 100% enjoy using my voice. But I can't say that I have any experience in podcasts other than what we've done with Twitchathons. Yes. Which has always been great. I've enjoyed the live element of Twitchathons. And that is about it. Mm-hmm. George? So, as I mentioned previously, there's a there's a prequel to the prequel podcasts that we will not mention. So, that would be my only experience within podcasting. Um, I think I phoned into radio once or twice. Nice. Nice. I think we've missed also that I am the resident KidsCon voice. Oh, yes. The voice of KidsCon. Maybe I'll do an example one day. Yes. But perhaps not now. Because oh. now I feel shy. <laughs> So, keep us hanging, Claire. Quick question, Claire. Are you gonna are you gonna kind of create a persona for your kids' con voice, like I don't know, princess, kidsy corn, or something <laughs> like that? I'm quite happy to be Claire. I think that um, the voice has got a lot of personality though, and bounce and excitement. So I feel like I could be like a unicorn or something really. Really bouncy. Gummy bear. Gummy bear. Gummy bear. Yeah. Gummy bear Claire. Chair bear. Chair bear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Claire, tell me a little bit about that lovely microphone that you've got at home, seeing as though we're in the spirit of audio now. So I, um, yes, I have that lovely microphone because I do try to get creating in my spare time. And part of what I like to do is try to make a little bit of music, but I'm not really very successful at it. So I just kind of do it for myself and for my own fun. Um, and then I bore my friends with the results. <laughs> so just for a bit of context, we, well, I, I call Claire DJ, uh, DJ Dazzled because <laughs> she's got these awesome, like bedazzled headphones yeah, that she yeah. loves to listen to music on. Um, but yeah, her tracks are pretty cool. Well, yes. So I DJ in my spare time. So I, and that was part, that's part of my like DJing persona is to have this like bright, bubbly atmosphere and like crazy outfits, uh, green hair, these kinds of things. (laughs) Love it. Love it. So 
On top of that, your day job is marketing manager here at Comic-Con Africa. That is correct. All right. And what I want to know from you is, what's your favorite part of it all, Claire? Absolutely the people and the passion that the people display. Mm. And I think what's really important about our role here at Comic-Con Africa is that we do a lot of listening and a lot of learning because we're not putting together Comic-Con Africa for ourselves. We're putting it together for the fans. And I feel like every day I learn something new about something people love that I may not have been aware of because it is just such a broad range of interests that inform Comic-Con Africa and pop culture as well. So I really, I really just love the people, the passion that they display for the things that they love. And just having some of that rub off on us, I feel, is is really, really exciting. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. George, over on your side, favorite part of CCA? Um, favorite part of CCA, I- I'm going to kind of echo what Claire has to say. It's, it's all about the fans for us. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just learning more about... You know, not many people can say that they have to research the top gaming trends for 2021 as a game, as a game, as a day job. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, working in gaming, it's a passion of mine, and I get to do it every day. And it's not for me, or it's not for self interest, but it's it's for what we do as a community. It's how we bring it all together, really. Yeah. And can we just point out that George is researcher extraordinaire? If oh, you yes. think George doesn't know your blood type <laughs> within 10 minutes <laughs> of meeting again. you, you are wrong. <laughs> I will find you. And okay. I will follow you on Facebook. <laughs> and LinkedIn. And LinkedIn. And Twitter. And maybe even YouTube. <laughs> and Reddit, if you can find me. And Reddit. <laughs> um, I have to e- echo your sentiment as well. I, I think I think one of the, one of the best parts about uh, being involved with Comic-Con is the fans. Uh, you know, it's like we genuinely get excited when there's a comment on our YouTube video or when a, when a fan makes a really funny comment on the live streams yeah. or something like that. And and they've, they've become, dare I say, office jokes sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we we're like, oh, that was a good one. We're going to we're going to hang on to that. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the content from the fans is so amazing. You guys come up with such awesome stuff. And I think I think to be uh, how can I call it like the thread in all of that, that just links all these passions as we go. That's incredible. I mean, yeah. we get we we're dealing with some really really passionate people, and I think I think that as as a team, we really appreciate that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, Kelvin. So so I yeah so my favorite thing about Comic Con is pretty much what you said as well. I get to tell people that I can I talk about superheroes the whole day, <laughs> and um, I'm with like a really really passionate team, and the fans make it totally worth it i I love it here it's it's phenomenal yeah um but on to the next thing that i want to chat to you about is what your introduction into shall we call it geek culture was what where where was your first little taste of what comic-con africa has to offer uh okay so my story you know i was very very young when i was introduced into pop culture um yeah, just watching Superman on the TV, and yeah, as soon as I saw that first Superman movie, with Superman just hoisting out his fist and flying through the air and being, you know, being, like, Superman was just the guy that, when you're a little kid, you go, well, yeah, who wouldn't want to be this guy? So, um, when I first kind of found out that it was pop culture, well, it's it's now geek culture is being referred to as pop culture, because it is, is 
that, you know, I thought I'd be very unique by going to school in my Superman pajamas or slash suit with the cape and everything. And I was like, yeah, I'm Superman. I'm going to save the whole of Metropolis preschool <laughs> today on my first day. And I get to school and there's three other Supermen, two Spider-Men, I think maybe one or two Wonder Woman. Um, That's the greatest crossover ever. I know, yeah. right? Uh, so I was like, okay, well, I'm not really unique. But then, you know, all of us superheroes kind of got together and became friends. So Save the day. Yeah, it did. Save the day. Claire? So, yeah, so I think it's it's crazy that Jordan's talking about Superman because Superman is like the anchor of how I got introduced to pop culture as well because it was my my dad loved the Christopher Reeves Superman films and I absolutely used to love watching them with him and going into this whole other reality where people could do things outside of the norm and another um sort of bonding that I did with my dad was Star Trek we also loved oh. watching Star Trek together um of course with Captain Picard in those days and um, also, just science science fiction in general. My dad really introduced me to science fiction in a big way. He was a big fan of science fiction. And, you know, like writers like the short stories of Isaac Asimov um, really, I just really, I just really enjoy sci-fi and fantasy worlds, getting out of the norm, thinking of something that you can just create entirely from your own head is just so amazing that you can go anywhere just with the power of, of your imagination. So... I think we all have our little our little interests at the office. I mean, we've got Robbie, who's the anime dude. You know, we've got uh, George, who's the gamer guy, Claire. So I, you've mentioned that you believe that you fall mainly into the film and series kind of vibe on that. It, what's what's it, film and series is important, obviously, but how so? So more more so film than series. So I I studied cinema at university UCT, and I. Some of my best marks were from my cinema classes, nice. and I just I just really enjoy telling stories. I think as a whole, and cinema is a beautiful visual way of telling a story when you rely on the imagery and the storytelling. And I think what I really enjoy is is films that that pare it down to the absolute minimum. So you you have just what you need to advance the story, um, and leave a lot to your imagination as well. Um, yeah, I just find cinema really satisfying and a really good film is something like a good meal. I never regret watching a really good film. It's never a waste of time. <laughs> That's a really good... I genuinely did not know that about you. Yeah, no, I love I love cinema and I love... You know, it's, very, it's quite sad that cinemas are going potentially going away now with hmm. everything that's happened with the pandemic because I think it's it's also a connection experience strangely enough because you go into this dark space with all these people and you're all staring at this incredible center point and of course the sound is so overwhelming I mean the sound is like a massive part of any cinema experience um, and you kind of sometimes come out of the cinema a changed person you know hmm. Hmm. Uh, so now I've got a nice big projector at home and of course decent sound so I can still have that cinema experience but you know there's something special about the the real life experience as well that I'm definitely going to miss if it doesn't make a comeback. Yeah, sure. And George, your introduction to gaming, where does that stem from? So I was maybe four, five years old. And so every year I used to, when I was very young, spend at least a week of my December with cousins. And then after... 
after spending that week with my cousins, then me and my mother would go through to uh, go visit my grandparents um, by the coast. So that week that I spent with my cousins, my, my cousin is quite older than I am. He's about 10 years older than me. So he he had his hands on like one of the Nintendo SNESs. You know, I don't know if you guys remember those like very the square controllers oh, and yeah, yeah. the cartridges yeah. and all that. And I was kind of I saw this on his desk and I was like, okay, this is cool. You know, big boy stuff. And then he put it on for me and it was Super Mario. And he showed yes. me, yeah, he showed me, you know, just walking left and walking right. And I'm like, wait, what? You can control this video. You can actually determine what happens within this video. This is amazing. Um, you are the puppet master. Exactly. What sorcery is this? Right. <laughs> yeah. And I think I sat with him and played two or three hours. I didn't get very far. I, I think I got to Bowser. Um, and then, you know, he said, oh, you know, let's turn this off now. Let's go do something else. But that just stuck with me that computers are able to actually enable a viewer to be part of the story in a more in like a very very immersive way mm. um and yeah i was hooked ever since um growing up i didn't really have lots of cash to buy like latest consoles or whatever but uh always found ways or you know found friends who did and you know made sure i was there on a friday or uh you know whatever i could to just immerse myself more in gaming uh, I, I don't know if any of the other listeners know MAME or those kind of setups, but one of my uh, preschool teachers was very fond of me and my family. So she came the one day, it was my birthday present, with a MAME CD. Uh, and MAME is basically like all the arcade games from 60s, well, not really 60s, but 70s, 80s, 90s on like one disc. And I remember after she installed it, my house was like the biggest hit ever because nobody nice. had to pay tokens to like Amazing. play these classic <laughs> arcade games. And I found a niche because all my friends had PlayStations and stuff. And yeah, I mean, you could play the top of the range thing, but I kind of contributed to that ecosystem yeah. by bringing kind of all the arcade to that. I want to know what old school arcade games you remember. Did you ever play Asteroid? I played Asteroid. I don't know if you played the Star Wars game, the Star Wars shooter from like one of the first Star Wars movies. No, I, I was thinking like you were talking about like Galactica type arcade games. No, Galactica was there. Street yeah. Fighter was there. Dig Dug. Dig Dug was there. Willow was there. Willow yeah. is actually really, really, really good. X-Men was my absolute favorite. I played through it probably 30 times and I'll still play through it again because... That classic 1980s X-Men arcade game is just off the chain. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I had a I would have been one of your friends in that situation, George, because <laughs> I, I got my introduction to gaming through the PlayStation 1. Okay. And I can very, very distinctively remember getting stuck in the Hercules game. You know, the, the animated movie Hercules? Yeah. yeah. The game that they made from that? Yeah. Um, and I can remember being stuck and it was like difficult and asking my dad, like, dad, I need your help. Please, we've got to get passes. A couple of years ago, I dug it up, started playing again. You guys, it is like the easiest thing really? ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I think we just missed a wall or a button or something <laughs> like that. I actually, I finished it in like one sitting. I was like, well... <coughs> Sorry. No worries. Um, it's like, well, we could, we could have, we could have done that. 
20 years ago. I, I remember how difficult Super Mario Bros. was for me. And I don't know if anyone's gone online and played the frustrating version of Super Mario. No. Where you just cannot win no matter what you do. There are booby traps and oh, every... Oh, I heard of this. Yes. yes. Oh, it is so frustrating. <laughs> so you think you've played Super Mario well. Yeah. Well... What if a what if a jump actually sent you going downwards? Isn't it stuff like that? It's you... really crazy. There are just spikes appearing out of every corner, little mushroom guys. It just basically every single cube you land on kills you. Oh, yeah. And you only ever kind of make it one minute ahead in the game. <laughs> and then you're like, you no, die. it's living up to its name. It's the frustrating part. And of course, of course, it counts how many goes you have in a row. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's awful to see oh my word, I've just done 35 versions of this and I'm still nowhere in this game, even though you know it's designed to catch you out. <laughs> um, so outside of geek culture and this fantastic world that we quite frankly, I mean, we've seen, we live in it, we both, we, we all three of us have very personal interests in it. Um, and of course we come to work and we, and we live it as, we, we work it as well. Um, but outside of geek culture, who is Claire? Who is Jordan? So I can say that I I like to, you know I, I I like to try and create things whenever I can because I think that's what it's all about you know is being creative. So I enjoy sewing. So I make clothes which I have worn to the office yes, yes. only on one occasion, but that was my first time sewing a box skirt. But I find that like a really fulfilling pastime, and I think what's cool about sewing as well is you. Sometimes you just got to unpick and it's just yeah. almost like a life lesson that you, you know, if you make a mistake, you've got to go back and fix it. And I also enjoy music. Obviously, music's a huge passion of mine. Um, I enjoy listening to music, hearing new music, sharing music with friends, um, obviously DJing as well. Uh, it's just music. I feel it's just so so meaningful to me and I, and I feel the way that it brings out emotions and captures moments is really magical. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean... Literally earlier today, we were having a discussion about we music, were. and that I really appreciate that about you, Claire. Is that how you're really, really diverse in your interests, which is really, really cool because it makes for some some really, really good conversations. So, yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I couldn't possibly commit myself to one single style of music. There's mm. just so much incredible stuff out there, and you learn from music as well. Like, like we were talking earlier about. Um, musicians that create entire aesthetics around what they do. I think that's something really incredible that's a kind of a new style of being an artist as well. Like where you're more almost a creative director than than a, than a singer. And I think yeah. I think that's great to watch and to be part of. Mm-hmm. And George, outside of geek culture, who are you? Um, so I'm a dad. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a very loving fiancé and a beautiful boy. Um... I'm also, you know, between being a dad and being on Comic-Con Africa, I try to do my best to fit in as much gaming for myself as I possibly can. Um, you know, doing what I can to be a young entrepreneur with some side hustles. Um, yeah, so also just love film and, cin- and cinema. I'm also quite quite diverse across the geek scene you know i love what, reading comics whenever i can i love watching movies whenever i can and um i guess i just i enjoy all things pop culture um even in my personal life and i think that's why that's why i love working here so much it's because it's you know it's it's a passion job it's 
yeah, it's it's something I enjoy doing. Yeah, 100%. and let's let's not forget your incredible networking skills. I have dropped Jordan off at places where he knows absolutely no one on the way home after work, and the next morning I'll be like, "Hey, Jords, I wasn't hanging out at such and such," and he'll be like, "Oh yeah, came home with like." 15 new friends. <laughs> it's true. amazing. Jordan You're very just social. So social. And he just makes friends with everyone at the drop of a hat. It's incredible. So I think that that brings us to the end of the first prequel. Excuse me. We haven't heard who you are. Who I am. Outside of work. Well, I mean, we kind of know, but yes. do the people listening know? So I think Kelvin, outside of work, is, um, I think... I love my gaming as well. I'm, I'm currently and have been for the last two years been stuck in this amassing black hole of Apex Legends. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it just keeps going on and on. And then another game comes out and it'll be like, oh, they've released another skin. Let me go play it for an hour. And then it's not, it's never just an hour. So lots of PlayStation. Um, I don't know, Claire, I, I, I respect your appreciation for it, but I have a curse when it comes to film and series. It's called The Couch and the Pillow. <laughs> As in fall asleep <laughs> all the time, and I can actually uh, the record is I can remember at a sleepover once with a mate we were like let's watch what's it like broomsticks and doorknobs I think doorknobs and broomsticks that's other the way one. around yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the one and I literally fell asleep during the intro sequence the first time <laughs> <I had. laughs> so so Jordan and I actually have similar experiences I feel with film because we both fell asleep at the exact same moments in Thor no <laughs> we, way yeah, yeah. the next morning I was like oh I did fall asleep in the middle of Thor and George was like was it that moment and I was like yes, yes. it was that moment so statistically there there's actually tracked statistics on how many people fall asleep in the first Thor movies. Really? Oh, my word. Serious. Uh, what, what YouTube, like MatPat and Film Theory? Yeah. He even mentioned it in like one of his MCU movies about Thor. He was like, and this is the part you probably didn't get to because you fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. And then he showed some stats of people fall, like who fall asleep during that film. Um, no, no bashing to the movies or anything. They're great movies. It's just, it they took are. us five times to watch the yeah. one. <laughs> Honestly, I thought you were a mind reader when I came in that day. I was like, how does he know? <laughs> well, now you've told me. <laughs> <laughs> but outside of playing Apex and falling asleep on the couch, I, uh, I do have a genuine interest, um, much like George, for, for the business side of a lot of stuff. I find the business of video games very interesting. I find the business of, um, film and series very interesting. I, I really, I respect. I respect our industry that we operate in so much. I it's it's genuinely fascinating. Like when I hear that um, the House of Mouse has acquired another another stone for their Infinity Gauntlet, I get genuinely excited because it's yeah. like, what does it mean for this character? How can they yeah. appear in this? What's the license agreement around that? So I'm actually just a business nerd that likes video games and falls asleep. So in fact, you actually loved your finance classes and marketing, and that well, was all a ruse. Well, marketing, sure, finance. <laughs> I pity the fool that hires me as a financial manager. <laughs> we'll put it at that. Um, but is there anything else that you guys would like to add? If there was one thing that you've been sitting at your desk and you're like, man, I wish I could tell the fans about this, is this is this is the moment. It could be connected to what we've spoken about. It could be disconnected to what we've spoken about. Is there anything that you want to chuck in there? So I'm not I'm not gonna plug the business of gaming for him yet because we've got awesome content for you guys to watch on YouTube if you want to get into the gaming industry. 
uh, game development, esports, all of that. Go check it out on YouTube. It's really awesome content. One quick thing I am going to ask everyone around here so we can get some really awesome sound clips is for a pop culture impersonation, voice only. Ooh, okay. Okay. Uh, can I just do an evil laugh? Because we all oh know I've God, got the evil laugh. evil laugh. <laughs> there please, we go. Please do your evil laugh, Claire. So, so does that mean that I'm going, going first? I think so. Okay. Okay, <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> guys, it takes a deep breath. You got this. <laughs> that is brilliant, Claire. <laughs> That's my that evil is, laugh. That is brilliant. Um, do you think it's possible to lose a skill? Because I used to be very good at impersonations, and yeah. now I just sound like it, it doesn't add up. I used to do... I, I can't even... I. <laughs> I can't even remember. Okay, just just fail at one because either way, it's a, it's a good sound. Clip. Evil Calvin, let's hear evil Calvin. <laughs> oh, you see, and what I would like to say though is that that little snicker features quite a bit in the office, so he's pretending that this is not who he is. <laughs> Excellent. That, that was my French version. <laughs> if you guys could do that together, both like he <laughs> <laughs> might get security in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, George, come on, play your own game. Um, okay. No, Luke, I am your father. Ooh. Oh, and I knew you, it had to be Star Wars. You know what I appreciate about that is George didn't say, Luke, I am your father. He said, no, I am your father. Oh. Lessons from Calvin's quizzes. Let All me right. tell you that. If you're looking for a pop culture encyclopedia, do <laughs> not miss quiz night no. every yeah. Thursday. Yeah, yeah. And that and that is maybe what I wanted to close off with is that there's just so much going on and so much available to participate in with Comic-Con Africa that you maybe just keep looking out for all the tournaments and the contests and everything that we offer because there are just so many things you can participate in yeah. from you know the cosplay masters um to a whole bunch of gaming tournaments to game jams to anything we've mm. just got so much going on to keep people busy and that is meaningful to people in this space i must say i'm very excited for this year we've got a lot happening i, yeah. I honestly like it's february and we you know we've got converse we've got concast we've got our quizzes i mean this is just the tip of the iceberg i'm genuinely yeah. So, so excited. I think that if there was if there was one thing that I would want to tell the fans myself, that um, I've, I've wanted to tell the fans for a while, but I've never been able to bring it into conversation, is that I was actually a volunteer for two years. Yes! Um, I, I, if you ever had a photo done at Comic-Con Africa 2018 or 2019, we've probably met. Um, 2018, I was selling tickets. In 2019, that was where I met George and yeah. Robbie. Mm -hmm. Um, because we were like, it was just fantastic to see the, the, the fans there. They were like, we need help! Send help! <laughs> um, so George came through, Robbie came through, we were scanning out tickets. Um, so yeah, I think that if there was one thing that I would want the fans to know and might not ever be able to get it into conversation, mm -hmm. it's that I actually was a volunteer for two years yeah. and then I started um, working for Comic-Con in March of 2020. Yeah, Calvin was an intern and now he is a bona fide employee of hey. Comic-Con Africa. Hey. Yeah. Team member. And the next the next generation of people sitting on podcasts could be you. Yeah. Yeah. All you have to do is become a vol volunteer and yeah, just show us your hands and help out however you can. Yeah. Um and yeah, this well, 
there's a growth path here for you. Well, let me tell you, much like Garfield, I am a big fan of lasagna. And the lasagna yeah. we got in 2019 was incredible. Top tier. So, I mean, that's that's great. If you want to volunteer, we get to work together. Eat and the lasagna. Get lasagna. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like a win-win-win-win-win situation. But I think that that brings us to the end of our first prequel. Thank you both so much uh, for your time. I think that, that this has been a really, really good chat. Yeah. Um, for you listening, thank you so much for taking the time out to listen. Um, you can go find us on all the social media platforms. But for this specific podcast, please rate and review it. Um, that will go a long way. Just tell us what you thought about it. Um, you can't see Claire's green hair, but wouldn't it be funny if somebody was like, Claire's green hair was great in this one. Oh, you know? I spend so much effort on it as well. <laughs> here's, a, here's a good one. When you're giving the ratings, give a rating. Who gave the best impersonation? I'm pretty sure I won. Oh, but... no. <laughs> well, there we go. I'm out. I'm yeah. Tap out. Well, that was a great impersonation, George. <laughs> I can do very many. So as long as we can keep the season going, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe when other people hop on here, we'll... We'll do another one. We'll yeah. get some more. 100%. I like it. 100%. I like it. I look forward to hearing. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen. It is much appreciated. This is just the tip of the iceberg for Comic-Con Africa 2021. We're all genuinely excited. And I think from for us until our first live episode, which is recorded on YouTube bi-weekly on a Wednesday, and if you head on over there now, you can go set a reminder for that. But you can watch these being recorded live every second week on YouTube. They will then appear on Spotify the next day or so later. Uh, so it just keeps on coming. Awesome. And we are so prepared and so ready. I'm so excited. All right, then. Cheers, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye. 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 Welcome to the Concast, Comic-Con Africa's official podcast. All right, so welcome to the first prequel episode of our fantastic new podcast, the Concast. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> All right, I'm joined by the delightful Claire. Hello, Claire. Hi there. Hello, and the awesome George. Hi, George. I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So the the point of the prequels is that we are just getting to well, we know each other because it would be really awkward if we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> we all Sorry, just, who are you? I, I don't know. Who are you? <laughs> um, and we all it? just walked in and we said, okay, let's let's learn about each other. But this is really for everybody listening to get a chance to get to know the team. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And this is our first one. Woohoo, well, George! We are on the first one. We are the stars. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm pretty excited about that. There's also a prequel to the prequels. We will not mention. <laughs> um, um, first okay. public one. First public prequel. Um, so before before we get started, uh, how much experience do you guys have with these kinds of things is this like a, a whole new world or, or or is this just like <laughs> another day at the you? office oh no, no <laughs> that please, was a one-time thing please please do it. okay wait let's 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 try it together it's like a th three you, you, three you're wet you're on your own there <laughs> you're on your own there george it's a podcast not karaoke <laughs> <laughs> um so seriously how, how have you got you guys have have you done the radio thing before have you been in for interviews have you done podcast clear you have a fantastic microphone at home that I want to know more about. Um, but in terms of using your voice, tell us more. So I 100% enjoy using my voice, but I can't say that I have any experience in podcasts other than what we've done with Twitchathons, yes. which has always been great. I've enjoyed the live element of Twitchathons, and that is about it. Mm -hmm. George? 
So, as I mentioned previously, there's a there's a prequel to the prequel podcasts that we will not mention. So, that would be my only experience within podcasting. Um, I think I phoned into radio once or twice. Nice. Nice. I think we've missed also that I am the resident KidsCon voice. Oh, yes, the voice of KidsCon. Maybe I'll do an example one day. Yes. But perhaps not now, because oh. now I feel shy. <laughs> So, <laughs> keep us hanging, Claire. Quick question, Claire. Are you gonna are you gonna kind of create a persona for your kids' con voice, like I don't know, princess, kidsy corn, or something <laughs> like that? I'm quite happy to be Claire. I think that um, the voice has got a lot of personality though, and bounce and excitement. So I feel like I could be like a unicorn or something really. Really bouncy. Gummy bear. Gummy bear. Gummy bear. Yeah. Gummy bear Claire. Chair bear. Chair bear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Claire, tell me a little bit about that lovely microphone that you've got at home, seeing as though we're in the spirit of audio now. So I, um, yes, I have that lovely microphone because I do try to get creating in my spare time. And part of what I like to do is try to make a little bit of music, but I'm not really very successful at it. So I just kind of do it for myself and for my own fun. Um, and then I bore my friends with the results. <laughs> so just for a bit of context, we, well, I, I call Claire DJ, uh, DJ Dazzled because she's got these awesome, like bedazzled headphones yeah, that she yeah. loves to listen to music on. Um, but yeah, her tracks are pretty cool. Well, yes. So I DJ in my spare time. So I, and that was part, that's part of my like DJing persona is to have this like bright bubbly atmosphere and like crazy outfits, uh, green hair, these kinds of things. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. So on top of that, your day job is marketing manager here at Comic-Con Africa. That is correct. All right. And what I want to know from you is what's your favorite part of it all, Claire? Absolutely the people and the passion that the people display. Mm. And I think what's really important about our role here at Comic-Con Africa is that we do a lot of listening and a lot of learning because we're not putting together Comic-Con Africa for ourselves. We're putting it together for the fans. And I feel like every day I learn something new about something people love that I may not have been aware of because it is just such a broad range of interests that inform Comic-Con Africa and pop culture as well. So I really, I really just love the people, the passion that they display for the things that they love. And just having some of that rub off on us, I feel, is is really, really exciting. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. George, over on your side, favorite part of CCA? Um, favorite part of CCA? I- I'm going to kind of echo what Claire has to say. It's, it's all about the fans for us. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just learning more about... You know, not many people can say that they have to research the top gaming trends for 2021 as a gay, as a game, as a day job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, working in gaming, it's a passion of mine, and I get to do it every day. And it's not for me, or it's not for self interest, but it's it's for what we do as a community. It's how we bring it all together, really. Yeah. And can we just point out that George is researcher extraordinaire? If oh, you yes. think George doesn't know your blood type <laughs> within 10 minutes <laughs> of meeting again. you, you are wrong. <laughs> I will find you. And okay. I will follow you on Facebook. <laughs> and LinkedIn. And LinkedIn. And Twitter. And maybe even YouTube. <laughs> and Reddit, if you can find And you. Reddit. <laughs> um, I have to e- echo your sentiment as well. I, I think I think one of the, one of the best parts about uh, being involved with Comic-Con is the fans. Uh, you know, it's like we genuinely get excited 
when there's a comment on our YouTube video or when a, when a fan makes a really funny comment on the live streams yeah. or something like that. And, and they've, they've become, dare I say, office jokes sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, oh, that was a good one. We're going we're gonna to hang on to that. Yeah, yeah, because the, the content from the fans is so amazing. You guys come up with such awesome stuff. And I think, I think to be, uh, how can I call it, like, the thread in all of that that just links all these passions as we go, that's incredible. I mean, yeah. we get, we, we're dealing with some really, really passionate people, and I think, I think the, as, as a team, we really appreciate that as well. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. You, Kelvin? So, so I, yeah, so my favorite thing about Comic-Con is pretty much what you said as well. I get to tell people that I can, I talk about superheroes the whole day <laughs> and um, I'm with like a really, really passionate team and the fans make it totally worth it. I, I love it here. It's, yeah. it's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but on to the next thing that I want to chat to you about is what your introduction into, shall we call it geek culture? was what where, where was your first little taste of what comic-con africa has to offer Jules? uh okay so my story you know i was very very young when i was introduced into pop culture um yeah just watching superman on the tv and yeah as soon as i saw that first superman movie with superman just hoisting out his fist and flying through the air and being you know be, like Superman was just the guy that when you're a little kid you go well yeah who wouldn't want to be this guy so um when I first kind of found out that it was pop culture well it's it's now geek culture is being referred to as pop culture because it is is that you know I, I thought I'd be very unique by going to school in my Superman pajamas or slash suit with the cape and everything and I was like yeah I'm Superman I'm going to save the whole of Metropolis preschool <laughs> today on my first day. And I get to school and there's th three other Supermen, two Spider-Men. Uh, I think maybe one or two Wonder Woman. Um, That's the greatest crossover ever. I know, yeah. right? Uh, so I was like, okay, well, I'm not really unique. But then, you know, all of us superheroes kind of got together and became friends. So Save the day. We, yeah, it did. Save the day. Claim. So, yeah, so I think it's it's crazy that Jordan's talking about Superman because Superman is like the anchor of how I got introduced to pop culture as well because it was my, my dad loved the Christopher Reeves Superman films and I absolutely used to love watching them with him and going into this whole other reality where people could do things outside of the norm. And another um, sort of bonding that I did with my dad was Star Trek. We also loved oh. watching Star Trek together. Um, of course, it was Captain Picard in those days. And um, also just science, science fiction in general. My dad really introduced me to science fiction in a big way. He was a big fan of science fiction. And, you know, like writers like the short stories of Isaac Asimov um, really, I just really, I just really enjoy sci-fi and fantasy worlds getting out of the norm thinking of something that you can just create entirely from your own head is just so amazing that you can go anywhere just with the power of, of your imagination. So I think we all have our little our little interests at the office. I mean, we've got Robbie, who's the anime dude. You know, we've got uh, George, who's the gamer guy, Claire. So I, you've mentioned that you believe that you fall mainly into the film and series kind of vibe on that. What's, what's 
film and series is important, obviously, but how so? So more more so film than series. So I I studied cinema at university UCT, and I some of my best marks were from my cinema classes, nice. and I just I just really enjoy telling stories I think as a whole and cinema is a beautiful visual way of telling a story when you rely on the imagery and the storytelling and I think what I really enjoy is is films that that pare it down to the absolute minimum so you you have just what you need to advance the story um and leave a lot to your imagination as well um, yeah, I just find cinema really satisfying and a really good film is something like a good meal. I never regret watching a really good film. It's never a waste of time. <laughs> That's a really good I genuinely did not know that about you. Yeah, no, I love I love cinema and I love you know, it's very it's quite sad that cinemas are going potentially going away now with hmm. everything that's happened with the pandemic because I think it's it's also a connection experience strangely enough because you go into this dark space with all these people and you're all staring at this incredible center point and of course the sound is so overwhelming I mean the sound is like a massive part of any cinema experience um, and you kind of sometimes come out of the cinema a changed person you know hmm. uh, so now I've got a nice big projector at home and of course decent sound so I can still have that cinema experience but you know there's something special about the the real life experience as well that I'm definitely going to miss if it doesn't make a comeback. Yeah, sure. And George, your introduction to gaming, where does that stem from? So I was maybe four, five years old. And so every year I used to, when I was very young, spend at least a week of my December with cousins. And then after... After spending that week with my cousins, then me and my mother would go through to uh, go visit my grandparents um, by the coast. So that week that I spent with my cousins, my, my cousin is quite older than I am. He's about 10 years older than me. So he he had his hands on like one of the Nintendo SNESs. You know, I don't know if you guys remember those like very the square controllers oh, and yeah, yeah. the cartridges yeah. and all that. And I was kind of, I saw this on his desk and I was like, okay, this is cool. You know, big boy stuff. And then he put it on for me and it was Super Mario. And he showed me, yeah, he showed me, you know, just walking left and walking right. And I'm like, wait, what? You can control this video. You can actually determine what happens within this video. This is amazing. Um, You are the puppet master. Exactly. What sorcery is this? Right. (laughs) And I think I sat with him and played two or three hours. I didn't get very far. I, I think I got to Bowser. Um, and then, you know, he said, oh, you know, let's turn this off now. Let's go do something else. But that just stuck with me that computers are able to actually enable a viewer to be part of the story in a more in like a very, very immersive way. Mm. Um and yeah i was hooked ever since um growing up i didn't really have lots of cash to buy like latest consoles or whatever but uh always found ways or you know found friends who did and you know made sure i was there on a friday or uh you know whatever i could to just immerse myself more in gaming uh i I don't know if any of the other listeners know mame or those kind of setups but one of my uh, preschool teachers was very fond of me and my family so she came the one day it was my birthday present with a MAME CD 
uh, and MAME is basically like all the arcade games from 60s, well, not really 60s, but 70s, 80s, 90s on like one disc. And I remember after she installed it, my house was like the biggest hit ever because nobody nice. had to pay tokens to like Amazing. play these classic <laughs> arcade games. And I found a niche because all my friends had PlayStations and stuff. And yeah, I mean, you could play the top of the range thing, but I kind of contributed to that ecosystem yeah. by bringing kind of all the arcade to that. I want to know what old school arcade games you remember. Did you ever play Asteroid? I played Asteroid. I don't know if you played the Star Wars game, the Star Wars shooter from like one of the first Star Wars movies. No, I, I was thinking like you were talking about like Galactica type arcade games. No, Galactica was there. Street yeah. Fighter was there. Dig Dug. Dig Dug was there. Willow was there. Willow yeah. is actually really, really, really good. X-Men was my absolute favorite. I played through it probably 30 times and I'll still play through it again because that classic 1980s X-Men arcade game is just off the chain. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I had a I would have been one of your friends in that situation, George, because <laughs> I, I got my introduction to gaming through the PlayStation 1. Okay. And I can very, very distinctively remember getting stuck in the Hercules game. You know, the, the animated movie Hercules? Yeah. yeah. The game that they made from that? Yeah. Um, and I can remember being stuck, and it was, like, difficult, and asking my dad, like, Dad, I need your help. Please, we've got to get passes. A couple of years ago, I dug it up, started playing again. You guys, it is, like, the easiest thing really? ever. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, I think we just missed a wall or a button or something <laughs> like that. I actually, I finished in, like, one sitting. I was, like, well... <coughs> Sorry. No worries. Um, it's, like, well, we could we could have we could have done that... 20 years ago. I, I remember how difficult Super Mario Bros. was for me. And I don't know if anyone's gone online and played the frustrating version of Super Mario. No. Where you just cannot win no matter what you do. There are booby traps and oh, every... Oh, i heard of this. Yes. yes. Oh, it is so frustrating. <laughs> so you think you've played Super Mario well. Yeah. Well... What if a what if a jump actually sent you going downwards? Isn't it stuff like that? It's you... really crazy. There are just spikes appearing out of every corner, little mushroom guys. It just basically every single cube you land on kills you. Oh, yeah. And you only ever kind of make it one minute ahead in the game. <laughs> and then you're like, you no, die. it's living up to its name. It's the frustrating part. And of course, of course, it counts how many goes you have in a row. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's awful to see oh my word, I've just done 35 versions of this and I'm still nowhere in this game, even though you know it's designed to catch you out. <laughs> um, so outside of geek culture and this fantastic world that we quite frankly, I mean, we've seen, we live in it, we both, we, we all three of us have very personal interests in it. Um, and of course we come to work and we, and we live it as, we, we work it as well. Um, but outside of geek culture, who is Claire? Who is Jordan? So I can say that I I like to, you know I I I like to try and create things whenever I can because I think that's what it's all about you know is being creative. So I enjoy sewing. So I make clothes which I have worn to the office yes, yes. only on one occasion, but that was my first time sewing a box skirt. But I find that like a really fulfilling pastime, and I think what's cool about sewing as well is you. Sometimes you just got to unpick and it's just yeah. almost like a life lesson that you, you know, if you make a mistake, you've got to go back and fix it. And I also enjoy music. Obviously, music's a huge passion of mine. Um, I enjoy listening to music, hearing new music, sharing music with friends, um, obviously DJing as well. Uh, it's just music I feel 
it's just so so meaningful to me and i and i feel the way that it brings out emotions and captures moments is really magical mm-hmm. well i mean literally earlier today we were having a discussion about we music and that i really appreciate that about you claire is that how you're really really diverse in your interests which is really really cool because it makes for some some really really good conversations so yeah absolutely and i i I couldn't possibly commit myself to one single style of music there's Mm. just so much incredible stuff out there and you learn from music as well like like we were talking earlier about um musicians that create entire aesthetics around what they do i think that's something really incredible that's a kind of a new style of being an artist as well like where you're more almost a creative director than than a, than a singer and i think yeah. i think that's great to watch and to be part of mm-hmm. and George, outside of geek culture who are you um so i'm a dad yeah yeah i've got a very loving fiance and a beautiful boy um I'm also, you know, between being a dad and being on Comic-Con Africa, I try to do my best to fit in as much gaming for myself as I possibly can. Um, you know, doing what I can to be a young entrepreneur with some side hustles. Um, yeah, so also just love film and, cin- and cinema. I'm also quite quite diverse across the geek scene you know i love what, reading comics whenever i can i love watching movies whenever i can and um i guess i just i enjoy all things pop culture um even in my personal life and i think that's why that's why i love working here so much it's because it's you know it's it's a passion job it's yeah it's it's something i enjoy doing yeah, 100%. and let's let's not forget your incredible networking skills. I have dropped Jordan off at places where he knows absolutely no one on the way home after work, and the next morning I'll be like, "Hey, George, how was it hanging out at such and such?" And he'll be like, "Oh yeah, came home with like fifty new friends. <laughs> it's true. amazing." Jordan, You're very social, so social, and he just makes friends with everyone at the drop of a hat. It's incredible. So I think that that brings us to the end of the first prequel. Excuse me, we haven't heard who you are. Who I am. Outside of work. I mean, we kind of know, but do the people listening know? So I think Kelvin, outside of work, is... um, I think I love my gaming as well. I'm, I'm currently, and have been for the last two years, been stuck in this amassing black hole of Apex Legends and it's like it just keeps going on and on and another game comes out and it'll be like oh they've released another skin let me go play it for an hour and then it's not it's never just an hour so lots of PlayStation um I don't know Claire I I I respect your appreciation for it but I have a curse when it comes to film and series it's called the couch and a pillow <laughs> As in fall asleep <laughs> all the time and i can actually uh, the record is i can remember at a sleepover once with a mate we were like let's watch what's it like broomsticks and doorknobs i think doorknobs and broomsticks that's the way around yeah, yeah yes that's yeah. the one and i literally fell asleep during the intro sequence the first time right. <laughs> so so jordan and i actually have similar experiences i feel with film because we both fell asleep at the exact same moments in thor no <laughs> we, way. Yeah, yeah. the next morning i was like oh i did fall asleep in the middle of thor and george was like was it that moment and i was like yes, yes it was that moment so statistically there, there's actually tracked statistics on how many people fall asleep in the first thor movies really oh, my word serious they oh, 
what, what YouTube like MatPat and film theory. Yeah, he even mentioned it in like one of his MCU movies about Thor. He was like. And this is the part you probably didn't get to because you fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. And then he showed some stats of people fall, like who fall asleep during that film. Um, no, no bashing to the movies or anything. They're great movies. It's just it they took is. us five times to watch <laughs> yeah. the one. Honestly, I thought you were a mind reader when I came in that day. I was like, how does he know? <laughs> well, now you've told me. <laughs> <laughs> but outside of playing Apex and falling asleep on the couch, I uh, I do have a genuine interest, um, much like George, for for the business side of a lot of stuff. I find the business of video games very interesting. I find the business of um, film and series very interesting. I, I really, I res- I respect our industry that we operate in so much. I, it's, it's genuinely fascinating. Like when I hear that um, the House of Mouse has acquired another, another stone for their Infinity Gauntlet, I get genuinely excited because it's yeah. like, what does it mean for this character? How can <laughs> yeah. they appear in this? What's the license agreement around that? So I'm actually just a business nerd that likes video games and falls asleep. So in fact, you actually loved your finance classes and marketing and that well, was all a ruse. Well, marketing, sure. Finance, <laughs> I pity the fool that hires me as a financial manager. <laughs> we'll put it at that. Um, but is there anything else that you guys would like to add? If there was one thing that you've been sitting at your desk and you're like, man, I wish I could tell the fans about this, is this is this is the moment. It could be connected to what we've spoken about. It could be disconnected to what we've spoken about. Is there anything that you want to chuck in there? So I'm not I'm not gonna plug the business of gaming forum yet because we've got awesome content for you guys to watch on YouTube if you want to get into the gaming industry, uh, game development, esports, all of that. Go check it out on YouTube. It's really awesome content. One quick thing I am gonna ask everyone around here so we can get some really awesome sound clips is for a pop culture impersonation, voice only. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, can I just do an evil laugh? Because we all oh know I've God, got the evil laugh. evil laugh. <laughs> there please, we go. Please do your evil laugh, Claire. So, so does that mean that I'm going going first? I think so. Okay. Me, 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 me. Okay, guys, it takes a deep breath. You got this. <laughs> that is brilliant, Claire. <laughs> That's my that evil is, laugh. That is brilliant. <laughs> Um, do you think it's possible to lose a skill? Because I used to be very good at impersonations, and yeah. now I just sound like it, it doesn't add up. I used to do... I I can't even... I, George, <laughs> I can't even remember. Okay, just just fail at one, because either way, it's a, it's a good sound. Clip. Evil Calvin. It's your evil Calvin. <laughs> oh, you see, and what I would like to say, though, is that that little snicker... Features quite a bit in the office. So he's pretending that this is not who he is. <laughs> Excellent. That, that was my French version. <laughs> if you guys could do that together, both like... We <laughs> 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 might get security in here. <laughs> so, George, come on, play your own game. Um, okay. No, Luke, I... I'm your father. Ooh. Oh, I knew it had to be Star Wars. You know what I appreciate about that is George didn't say... Luke, I am your father. He said, no, I am your father. Lessons from Calvin's quizzes. Let me tell you that. If you're looking for a pop culture encyclopedia, do (laughs) not miss quiz night every Thursday. Yeah, yeah. And that that is maybe what I wanted to close off with is that there's just so much going on and so much available to participate in with Comic-Con Africa that you maybe just keep looking out for all the tournaments and the contests and 
everything that we offer because there are just so many things you can participate in yeah. from you know the cosplay masters um to a whole bunch of gaming tournaments to game jams to anything we've mm-hmm. just got so much going on to keep people busy and that is meaningful to people in this space I must say, I'm very excited for this year. We've got a lot happening. I, yeah. I honestly, like, it's February and we, you know, we've got Converse, we've got Concast, we've got our quizzes. I mean, this is just the tip of the iceberg. I'm genuinely yeah. so, so excited. I think that if there was if there was one thing that I would want to tell the fans myself, that um, I've, I've wanted to tell the fans for a while, but I've never been able to bring it into conversation is that I was actually a volunteer for two years. Yes! Um, I, I w- if you ever had a photo done at Comic-Con Africa 2018 or 2019, we've probably met. Um, 2018, I was selling tickets. In 2019, that was where I met George and yeah. Robbie mm-hmm. um, because we were, like, it was just fantastic to see the, the, the fans there. They were like, we need help! Yeah. We need help! <laughs> um, so George came through, Robbie came through, we were scanning out tickets. Um, so yeah, I think that if there was one thing that I would want the fans to know, and might not ever be able to get it into conversation. It's that I actually was a volunteer for two years, yeah. and then I started um, working for Comic Con in March of 2020. Yeah, Calvin was an intern, and now he is a bona fide employee of hey. Comic Con Africa. Hey. Team yeah. member. And the next, the next generation of people sitting on podcasts could be you. Yeah. Yeah. All you have to do is become a vol- volunteer and. Yeah, just show us your hands and help out however you can. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's, well, there's a growth path here for you. Well, let me tell you, much like Garfield, I am a big fan of lasagna. And the lasagna yeah. we got in 2019 was incredible. Top tier. So, I mean, that's that's great. If you want to volunteer, we get to work together. Eat and the lasagna. Get lasagna. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like a win, 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 win situation. But I think that that brings us to the end of our first prequel. Thank you both so much uh, for your time. I think that that this has been a really, really good chat. Yeah. Um, for you listening, thank you so much for taking the time out to listen. Um, you can go find us on all the social media platforms. But for this specific podcast, please rate and review it. Um, that will go a long way. Just tell us what you thought about it. Um, you can't see Claire's green hair, but wouldn't it be funny if somebody was like, Claire's green hair was great in this one. Oh, yeah. I've spent so much effort on it as well. <laughs> here's, a, here's a good one. When you're giving the ratings, give a rating. Who gave the best impersonation? I'm pretty sure I won. Oh, but... no. <laughs> well, there we go. I'm out. I'm yeah. Tap out. Well, that was a great impersonation, George. <laughs> I can do very many. So as long as we can keep the season going, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe when other people hop on here, we'll... We'll do another one. We'll get some more. I like it. I like it. I look forward to hearing. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen. It is much appreciated. This is just the tip of the iceberg for Comic-Con Africa 2021. We're all genuinely excited. And I think from for us until our first live episode, which is recorded on YouTube bi-weekly on a Wednesday, and if you head on over there now, you can go set a reminder for that. But you can watch these being recorded live every second week on YouTube. They will then appear on Spotify the next day or so later. Uh, so it just keeps on coming. Awesome. And we are so prepared and so ready. I'm so excited. All right, then. Cheers, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.